Welcome to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast. The following message is titled, God With Us, and was spoken by Pastor Gary Keller. We hope and pray this message blesses your life. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit us at nlcclancaster.com. As you are standing, let us go into the Word of the Lord found in Matthew chapter 1. Starting at verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things... Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Three dynamic words. God with us. That is the title of this exhortation, and you may be seated today. The story unfolds in Matthew chapter 1, and it's been told hundreds and hundreds of times around the world, millions of times. And from the Old Testament prophecy all the way to the New Testament's fulfillment of said prophecy, the story has remained the same. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. It's a story we here at New Life Christian Center share at Christmas. We declare it at Easter. We preach it on Pentecost Sunday and notwithstanding, it is the message that you will hear here at New Life, the other 49 Sundays of the year. For all of us, it's not just a story. For New Life Christian Center, it's an experience, and it's an experience called God with us. Whether you call it the Advent, the Incarnation, the Nativity, the Christmas story, or all of the above, is a reference of God's word, the Bible's main message, and that message is still God with us. Go to John chapter one and verse number one. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. Verse 14 of the same chapter, and the word was made flesh. What happened when the word was made flesh? The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. God with 
us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. If you go with me to 1 Timothy chapter 3, Paul pins these words in the third division in the 16th verse. Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. It's a great mystery. God was manifested in the flesh, born in Bethlehem, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. So the message today is God with us. It's the greatest story ever told. God with us is the infallible proof of God's great love for people. God with us is the very foundation of God's plan for redemption. God with us is forgiveness and salvation and hope and strength and healing and the promise of heaven. God with us is God putting on flesh. Think about that. The eternal God robing himself in flesh and coming to this world in the form of a baby. God with us is the power and the indwelling presence of a living God. God with us is defeat of sin and Satan. God with us is the hope for the hopeless, the joy for the heavy laden, the peace for the distressed. God with us is the love for the unloved. And all throughout the Old Testament, again and again and again, we see God's deep desire to dwell with his people. Before we ever get to Bethlehem, before the 400 years between Malachi and Matthew expire, when we go back to those 400 silent years and then we go back from Genesis to Malachi and begin to read, we see that it is God's desire even from the beginning to be with his people. Go back to the first book, the 26th division, the 24th verse. He said to us, fear not, for I am with thee. Leviticus chapter six, and I will set my tabernacle among you and my soul shall not abhor you. I will walk among you and I will be your God and you shall be my people. Why? Because God wants to be with us. Deuteronomy 20 and four, for the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. Joshua 1, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you and I will not fail you and I will not forsake you. Judges chapter 6 verse 12, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said, the Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. 2 Samuel 7, 9, and I was with thee whithersoever thou wentest and have cut off all thine enemies from out of thy sight and made thee a great name likened unto the name of the great men that are in the earth. Isaiah 41 and 10, all of these scriptures are bearing out the fact that God wants to be with us. He prophetically was with the people of the Old Testament and they are a type and a shadow of what he wants not only for the New Testament church, but for you and I. And in Isaiah 41 and 10, fear thou not. 
for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. That's how much he wants to be with us. The weeping prophet Jeremiah said in 3011, for I am with thee, saith the Lord, and I'm with you for a purpose, and that is to save you. Ezekiel 3727, my tabernacle shall also be with them. Yea, I will be with, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Go to the minor prophet Amos chapter 5 verse 14. Seek good and not evil. Seek good and not evil that ye may live. And so the Lord, the God of hosts, shall be with you as ye have spoken. Zephaniah chapter 3 and verse 15. The Lord hath taken away thy judgments. He hath cast out thine enemies. The king of Israel, even the Lord, is where? In the midst of thee, and thou shalt not see evil anymore. So it's, it's given throughout the Old Testament that the Lord God is expressing his deep desire to be with his people. And I, I've got news for you today. He has proved himself through Old Testament writ to be a faithful God. If you go to Psalm chapter 37, one of my favorite Psalms, verse 23, 24, and 5, the steps of a good man. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. And David said, I have been young, and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. How can you write that, David? How can you pen such words? Because David is saying to us, I know what it's like for him to be with me when I'm facing a bear, a lion, or a Goliath. He's never failed me. In my young days, he did not fail me. In my middle-aged days, he did not fail me. And here I am at the closing of my life, and he's still with me. I want to preach to somebody that he's God with us this morning. He will never leave us alone. He will never forsake us. He is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. He's always with us, leading us, guiding us, directing us in the paths of righteousness. It's simply a, a, a wonderful message that he's sending to us through the Old Testament that I am God and I am with you. Now, personally, I can trust a God who is with me. He's not just some far off abstract being somewhere in the eons of eternity. He is a very present help in the time of need. I can tell him all about my trouble because he's with me. I can trust him with my cares because he is with me. I can hide under his shadow because he is with me. I can safely follow his lead because he is with me. He is a very present help in trouble. He is a strong tower in the tempest. He is a joy unspeakable in the midst of trials. And he proved himself in the Old Testament to be with his people. And just as the First Testament declared God is with us, the New Testament message remains the same. He is God with us. Watch this. Acts chapter 17, verse 27. 
that they, not only Old Testament, but we find in the New Testament that he's God with us, that they should seek the Lord. If happily they might feel after him, if happily they might find him, though he be not far from every one of us. May I preach to you right now that if he was with them in the Old Testament and he was with them in the New Testament, he is with us right now. A pandemic, a coronavirus, turmoil everywhere that you look, but I've got news for you. God is still with us. He is not far from any of us. I don't know what the devil's told you, what lie he has conjured up. I don't know what he's tried to put in your mind that God doesn't love you and God's too far away to hear. He is not. He is a very present help in the time of need. It is Emmanuel, God with us, not some God out there in the eons of time, but he's the God that's right here at 2642 Columbus Lancaster Road on a Sunday morning. He's God with us. He's in this house. His anointing is in this house. His power is in this house. He's not far from any of us. Let me tell you something. I, we have nothing to fear because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. God is with us that they should seek the Lord. If happily they might feel after him, seek the Lord and you will find him. Why? Because he is not far from every one of us. Matthew, or excuse me, uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse number five, the last part of that verse says, for he hath said, he hath said, Jesus Christ hath said, I will never leave you. Let me go a little further. I will never leave you and neither will I forsake you. There are some people that may not leave you, but they certainly know how to forsake you. But God said, I'm not only with you, but I will never forsake you. Second Corinthians chapter six. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them. I will walk with them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Revelation 21 and 3. I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is where? With men. And he will dwell with them and shall be, they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God. I'm preaching to you today about Emmanuel, God with us. From Genesis, and I read you a scripture from Genesis, to Revelation, and I now read a scripture from Revelation. From the beginning of this book to the end of this book, the message is the same. I will be with them and will be their God. Our entire relationship and our entire understanding of God rests upon these three words, God with us. God with us, just three little words, only nine letters. And those nine letters represent God's greatest gift to mankind. God with us is unquestionably his most powerful act. God with us without doubt is one of the most important 
powerful and impacting decisions. Those three words, God with us, changed the world, changed eternity. It still changes outcomes. The fact that he's with us changes countless lives, even on this Sunday morning. God with us is the supreme sacrifice. God with us paid the price for the sins of all humanity. God with us is the path to peace. God with us is the only means by which fallen man can be risen up. God with us is how light came to a dark world. God with us is why captives are set free. It's, it, when, when you start talking about God is with me, you can say he's revealed himself to me. It is abundant life. It is a victorious life. With God being with me, I'm now a believer. The price of redemption has been paid. The only way we can overcome sin is the fact that God is with us. God with us is the defeat of humanity's greatest enemy. Satan is defeated because, not because of anything I've done, not because of anything I've said, but the enemy is defeated because God is with me. Your enemy is defeated this morning because God is with you. Hear the message today. You're not alone. You're not by yourself. You're not out on an island. You're not rejected. You're not you're not going through this thing alone. How, preacher? Why, preacher? Because I've got a message from the Old Testament and the New Testament and hundreds of people at New Life Christian Center that will stand and attest to the fact that God is with them, that he's with them in the low moments and the high. We don't just serve God on the mountain. We serve him in the valley. He's a God that has been by us through thick and thin. He's brought us through. He's going to take us through. He's always brought us through. It's God with us. The only victory we have is the fact that God is with me and because he is with me greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. No devil in hell can walk on the Jesus in you because greater is he that's in you than he that is in this world. Come on somebody clap your hands. God with us. God with us is deliverance from the curse of sin. God with us is when truth and righteousness appear on the earth. God with us is the hope of glory. God with us is forgiveness and remission of sins. God with us is the power to live above sin. God with us is the victory over every adversary. God with us is the source of miracles, signs, and wonders. God with us is from which the fount allows blessings to flow. God with us is Bible salvation. God with us is emotional, spiritual, and phys physical healing. It's God with us. So, Emmanuel, God with us. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. It's not just about a baby in a manger, although that's where it started. But let me tell you something. There are some people who still have him in that manger. That's all they know about him is he's in a manger. But I've got good news for you. He grew up. He ministered for three and a half years on this earth. Then he ascended up into heaven. And he said when he left, he said, he who goes away 
is coming again in like manner. Go tarry until you be endued with power from on high. Because there is an outpouring. The comforter will be with you. Now, I heard a song this week. I heard a song, and I've written some of my own lyrics to it this week. And, and I've turned out to be a pretty good songwriter. So in closing, I want to share with you the song that I have written. It started with the song that I heard, but before I give you the song that I heard, I want to share with you the scripture from which my song is based. And it's Matthew chapter one and verse 21. She shall bring forth a son and thou shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Somebody tell me what his name is. Let's take an offering. What is his name? Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. And the song I heard this week, I'd never heard it before that I could remember. But the song I heard went like this. Victory has a name and it's Jesus. That's all I needed. My artistic musical, wonderful talents and abilities kicked in. And I started writing my own song. Mm. Glory has a name and it's Jesus. Verse two. Holiness has a name and it's Jesus. Righteousness has a name and it's Jesus. Heaven has a name and it's Jesus. Redemption has a name and it's Jesus. Hope has a name and it's Jesus. Faith has a name and it's Jesus. Charity has a name and it's Jesus. The Lord of Lords has a name and it's Jesus. The King of Kings has a name and it's Jesus. Wonderful has a name and it's Jesus. Counselor has a name and it's Jesus. The mighty God has a name and it's Jesus. The everlasting Father has a name and it's Jesus. The Prince of Peace has a name and it's Jesus. The Father has a name and it's Jesus. The Son has a name and it's Jesus. The Holy Ghost has a name and it's Jesus. The Advocate has a name and it's Jesus. The Way has a name and it's Jesus. The truth has a name and it's Jesus. The life has a name and it's Jesus. The bread of life has a name and it's Jesus. The light of the world has a name and it's Jesus. Christmas has a name and it's Jesus. And the good news is this. He's with us. God with us and his name is Jesus. Come on, clap your hands under the Lord.
Let's worship him. Let's magnify him. Let's glorify him. There's nobody like Jesus. Yes, Matthew, pen these words. She will bring forth a son, and you'll call his name Jesus. Why? For he will save his people from their sins. One last time, Matthew 1.23, Behold a virgin. It's an Old Testament prophecy. All through the Old Testament, we see that, Jesus, that God was with them. All through the New Testament, Jesus promises to be with us. If we've got it from the First and the Second Testament, we're in the Third Testament called the Grace Dispensation. And that same God that was there then is here now. He's with us. He's with you. Pastor, you don't know my trial. He's with you. You don't know my sickness. He's with you. You don't know my headache. He's with you. You don't know my loss. He's with you. You don't know the pain. He's with you. All I can tell you is that he said he would never leave us nor forsake us. And that's not based upon your good days or just your bad days. No, he's with you. He's with you. Hallelujah. Mike Doby, he's with you. Judy Brown, he's with you. Pat McNally, he's with you. He's with you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jeff e he's with you. Emmanuel Call, he's with you. All of you who have coronavirus, he's with you. Got tests and trials and tribulations, he's with you. And he's got a name that's above every name, and that name is Jesus. And that concludes this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. And for those of you on iTunes, leave us a good rating. Thank you for listening to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast.